Now it's time for Letter to Hong Kong, which this week comes from Eunice Young, legislator from the New People's Party. This program is a personal view program. Dear all young people of Hong Kong, in a recent judgment, our Court of Appeal strongly disapproved the notion of achieving justice by violating the law, which was advocated by certain highly educated people. The court regarded it as an unhealthy win because it would encourage people, especially university students, to break the law to achieve the ideal democracy that they believe in. Unfortunately, that was what exactly happened when three well-known young activists in Hong Kong took the lead in trespassing into the civic square of the government building, whereby ignited the Occupy movement. These three young activists were sentenced six to eight months' imprisonment, respectively, for their violation of our law. To some people, the political belief of these three young activists may appear to be admirable, and I agree that democracy is a desirable principle all humanity should strive for. I also believe that all youth should actively engage in social responsibilities and do their parts to achieve egalitarianism in our society. However, the means to achieve the end shall be lawful, appropriate and proportionate. Where an extreme means were used, it would not help to achieve a desirable end. Instead, it would tear or polarize our society. In the past few weeks, we had witnessed some shockingly disrespectful and insulting messages displayed in an university campus towards a government official who sadly lost her loved son. Those heartless messages have attracted an overwhelming contamination in our community. In this connection, I suppose most of the Hong Kong people would disapprove any extreme mean to discredit anyone who holds different views or opinions. In the aforesaid incident in a university campus, although no actual crime has ever been committed by merely displaying those malicious messages, our confidence in basic humanity and morality had been gravely impaired by such wholly inappropriate and unwarranted conduct. In addition, hot social issues following the Occupy movement have also been floated on the surface by the posting of banners in our universities, which ostensibly advocate the independence of Hong Kong. The issue has then been addressed as to whether the universities could enjoy their academic freedom or freedom of speech in discussion rather than as to whether the independence of Hong Kong or the promotions of the independence of Hong Kong is indeed in breach of our basic law. However, the discussion of the independence of Hong Kong in campuses should be carefully canvassed. This is because our basic law is our constitutional documents which sets out the constitutional and legal status of the Hong Kong Special Administrative Region. Any promotion of the independence of Hong Kong may breach of our basic law, which in turn may run the risk of committing criminal offences and might even be prosecuted accordingly. Regardless of whether the idea of independence of Hong Kong is purely academic, the independence of Hong Kong is absolutely not in the overall interest of our community and has no place in our society. In the premises, the final conclusion or suggestion as to the said discussion is of little value to our community or society. Thus, it baffles me as to why the academia or certain sectors of the public still spend time or resources in such discussion. I have talked about a few events 
that happened in our community recently. In my opinion, those events were derived from growing frustration of our younger generation due to their uncertain future and ineffective governmental performance. In the current social environment, our younger generation have to face constant challenges. They have to compete in the fierce job market after a hard-earned university degree. They have to fight for limited opportunity to advance in the career or social development. They have to work day in and day out just for roof over their heads. With all the hard work they put in, they feel that they cannot see the end of the tunnel. Therefore, they unwillingly give up their dreams or abandon their inspirations. At the end, they feel they are the outcast of the one country, two systems. In these circumstances, I think it is one of the responsibility of our government to alleviate, as quickly as possible, the growing frustration felt by our younger generation. Our government could start from adopting a more open and transparent approach, so that our younger generation could better understand and recognize the policies that are implemented by our government at every stage. Also, our government shall instigate more youth-friendly social policies to rebuild our younger generation's confidence and reshape their visions towards the future in our community. With a positive thinking about the future, our younger generation is much less likely to turn their back against our government and our society. Our government shall strongly support our younger generation's dream by generating more opportunities or utilizing more resources in their favor. Among others, our government should convince our younger generation by her action that our younger generation can benefit as much as those well-established professionals under the concept of one country, two systems. I truly believe that our younger generation will understand a stable and prosperous Hong Kong is what we should strive for, and which can help to undo the frustration and perception of inequality. I'm sure that with the proper environment and facilitation, our younger generation can attain their dreams and make Hong Kong a place which we will all be proud to regard as our home. Eunice Young.